Chelsea, and you're listening to Beyond the Picket Fence. Not just any episodes of Beyond the Picket Fence, but this is a special segment called 25 Days of Updates. 25 days of 25 days of 25 days of 25 days of updates. <laughs> Happy holidays! If you've been around all season, you've been hearing interviews with amazing, incredible, stupendous... Okay, that's a little much, but... We've been talking to really amazing people, and I've had a few people request updates. So here is 25 days of updates from everyone that we have interviewed this season. If you've missed any, Hakuna Matata, you'll find the link to the original episode in each update's show notes. You're welcome. Happy day 20. Can you believe there's only five days left until Christmas? So exciting. It's actually one of the busiest times of the year, so I hope you're holding up okay. Today's update is from episode three the pageant girl. I am here back with Danielle Castaneda and this is one of the updates that I've been the most excited about because we talked in January so almost a full year ago and she was talking about how she gave up her dreams of being on Broadway and and now has found that the whole world can be a stage these days and a lot has changed since we last talked so I'm so excited. Danielle how have you been? Oh my gosh it's been the craziest year ever that I could even like think of like no joke I if you if someone told me how this year was going to be I literally would have thought you were insane like no freaking way um so since we last talked and we talked about how like I love that I have access to social media and like literally I did you know like we talked about like all the world's a stage it's amazing how that has kind of become true for me and I don't know maybe I was like speaking it into existence I don't know what <laughs> we last talked but so we did like you like you were saying we we talked in January and then at the very end of February um and it what's so funny is that like this was not planned at all but a friend of mine who's also like in the same uh, direct sales company that I'm in she had actually posted a sort of kind of raw video of her doing her makeup in the car like when she was getting ready to jump into Walmart and with her kids and it had like 190,000 views on it. I was like, Oh my gosh, that would be so amazing. And so our leader who saw that this very raw kind of like unedited, just talk as you go, um, three minute video did really well. She encouraged us to go try it. And so I was too nervous to try it actually, cause this was on TikTok. So I was a little nervous to do it on the actual app up to this point. I think I'd only posted seven or eight videos that I had done on Instagram um just to see what would happen and they did not do well um but it, this was crazy so I actually recorded it on my phone so that I could see the countdown during the time that I was doing it so I was actually I don't even really know what was going on that day other than I know that it was a half day that my kids were at school I had had a really really rough um, anxious day with my son that morning. And I knew that I needed to find a way to reset before my girls were going to be coming home from their half day. And their half day was done at noon. So like they'd only been in school for two and a half hours and then I'm going to pick them up again. It was just silly. <laughs> um, and so the day was already thrown off because the half days would like messes with their schedule. And then he, he was going crazy and having a rough time. I was having a rough time. And I thought, you know what, if I'm going to go do a makeup, if I'm going to like try to reset my day, I'm just going to do a makeup in the car. And you know what, let's just like do the challenge that was given to me and I'm going to try it. And I'm like, there's no way, because I like to talk, there's no freaking way that I'm going to be able to get my makeup done in the car and talk at the same time in less than three minutes. 
Like that, it, that's not a possibility for me. So essentially it was more so like me challenging myself to be able to actually have, and you know what's so funny is I'm looking at myself right now. I think I'm literally wearing the same sweater as I was in that video. Ah. <laughs> that is so funny. So I was so, I was super nervous that I wasn't gonna be able to make it work, but that's why I recorded it on my phone and not in the actual TikTok app. Cause I'm like, if I mess up, I can totally try again. Like nobody's going to see this, whatever. But what had happened was I just kind of like let the floodgates open and I essentially, I did my makeup with my fingers on and then I blended it in like I normally do, but I didn't stop to edit. I didn't like stop the recording at all for the full. And it was like two minutes and 49 seconds with how I was done blending so much so that like at the very end of the video, I was able to be like, and now we wait. And I like took a bite of my favorite, like spicy popcorn. Like it was like, Perfect. It was, it was, it ended up working out just fine. And I was like, well, once I get home, I'm going to post this and see what happens. But during the video, I was literally being so raw. And I think at this point, I think we had kind of talked about, like, I was still trying to find where I fit on social media, mm-hmm. like what I have to offer. And at that point, I didn't really know other than what was happening to me in that moment was that I was having a super anxious day. My makeup always makes me feel better when I put myself together. It takes less than five minutes always. And so this is, and I literally was just like, this is me. You know, my kids are going to be getting in the car. It's a half day. Half days are the worst. I am going to put my makeup on to help myself feel better. And I am going to start this day over at noon and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to just put myself together. Like that's essentially the whole premise of the video, literally just opening myself up saying, I'm an anxious mom. My anxiety has been through the roof and this is going to help me wipe my anxiety away a little bit. And like it hit a chord at some point, apparently, because that was, I think it was like February 27th or 28th. Um, it might've been, I don't know. It was, it was the very end of February because I gave it, she gave us this challenge and I was like, okay, let's see what happens. I come home because service is terrible around the school. I could not post it there. I come home. I go to the TikTok app. I put the two little clips together because I have that clip of me to the popcorn at the end. And then I uploaded it. And that was at like 1230. I was like, nah, we'll see what happens. When I tell you, I was freaking shocked by what was happening. Because like, I didn't actually talk about my product in the video. I was just putting it on as I was just talking to, talking to TikTok as if I was talking to my best friend on Marco Polo, you know, like just being honest and raw and real. And I did my makeup so fast and it blended out and people were so shocked by it that it started taking off by five o'clock that night. I think I had like 80,000 views on it or whatever. And people were asking me like, okay, I, I had to listen. I had to watch the video twice. Cause I was so mesmerized by watching you blend out your makeup. Like I had, I had to go back and listen to what you're actually saying. But then once they listen, they're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm totally the same. So there was this level of like, I'm mesmerized by the makeup cause it was so easy and so quick, but also like, I relate to everything you said. So it was like the perfect blend of exactly who I am. Like I want to help everybody feel as confident as possible, however they do their makeup, but also I just want you guys to know that I'm a real person. And I basically want to be your anxious best friend. Like that was my whole goal, essentially, mm-hmm. just like share a piece of myself. And, and it totally paid off because I don't even know when it started to taper off, but it ended up with 14.6 million views on TikTok. Holy moly. Yeah. And I went from, I think I had like, I don't even think I had a thousand followers yet. Cause you, in order to go live on TikTok, you have to have at least a thousand followers. I think I had like 840 or something at that point. And by the end of March, I think it was at like 46,000 followers on TikTok out of nowhere, like out of nowhere over the course of a month. And 
so um, what was amazing was that up to that point, my highest sales month with my company was the November before that. So November of 2021. And then February, that last, oh, you know, I think it might've been like the 23rd, 24th, because I had like four or five days at the end of the month where Mm -hmm. my video started taking off and um, people were asking about it. And so I had, there was so much that went into that though. I had to like hustle to create, um, because I had like a, a, a form where people would fill out if they wanted to get color match with the makeup, but like the amount of color matches I was getting, I couldn't keep up for them myself. I had to have help with other people who are like my friends, uh, help me color match people as I couldn't keep up with them. And like, I, at the time I had, I used this website, this website and like, I maxed out the maximum amount for whatever, uh, like monthly plan I had paid for. And so I had to pay for more storage, you know, to hold all these color matches, which was like insane to me. And up to this point, up to this point, no one had ever really experienced this level of, except not, like at least not on our team, no one had yeah. experienced this level of volume this quickly, like all in one shot. Like I was getting 150 to 200 color matches a day, oh my a day. It was, it was so overwhelming, but like, and terrifying because I'm like, <laughs> if I don't get to all of these, like they're not, they're going to be so mad at me. You know, like it was so stupid, but like, it was overwhelming and amazing all at the same time. So during all of this, so over the course of March, March was my biggest sales month, even still to date. It was the most insane because it was on the curtail of this video. But mm-hmm. what's amazing about TikTok is once you get pushed out to the algorithm for this particular reason, I started like by five o'clock that, that day, I responded to the video. And this is how people got to my color match form. I responded. I took one of the comments that said, what is this palette? And I responded to it and I literally just laid out what all of it is and then go to my, because at that point, I, again, I didn't even have a thousand followers. I couldn't put a link in my bio yet. I was like, go to my Instagram page, to my link in bio and click color match. And that's where everybody was getting color matched. And then, um, I don't remember, it might've been, was it the end of March or the beginning of April? I teamed up with another company who basically streamlines everything for you. So before I did this, before I went into that, like I had everything kind of set up kind of like messy where I had people giving their color match to me. And then I would, I had another program that I had, I had two other programs I had signed up for one that was in an email and one that was in a text message. So I would like get their color match. I would send their color match in a pre-formatted email to them. Then I would send them a text message that said, check your email. And like, it was a whole thing. It was like three different, three different websites yeah. I was using. So essentially I'm talking to my leader and she was like, I work with a company who does all of that in one. So essentially I pay a monthly fee to this company and they do all of that for me. Plus they do all of the follow-up text messages for anybody who has or has not purchased. They follow up with people who are interested in like the artist program, like working with me, things like that. It's all automated. And so I got that built out and I, and I started using that program, which has been a game changer in my business this year because I've had much so much more consistency because like all of that follow-up is done for me, which is the hardest part of this business for me because I can show up and make videos all day long. Like that's the best part. Like I love it. But then when it comes to being super consistent and remembering like how to give super great customer service once the purchase is made or even once the color match is, is done, but they haven't purchased yet, like that is all done for me. And it's it's been such a it's been such a blessing. But like this year has been a whirlwind, an absolute whirlwind. And, but along with that though, there's been a lot of like 
second guessing going on as well because when you see like the fruits of your labor with almost like an instant kind of gratification there's this super high high but also like if that doesn't happen again you have a super low low so like it wasn't even just that this it is so crazy because I like I got into this place where I, and I haven't been able to duplicate it since and not, not at that volume. And it's not that my business hasn't been consistent because it has, it's actually been really great. And it's like, I've made more this year than I have in the last seven years combined in direct sales, which has been freaking phenomenal. And it's been such a huge blessing to our family, but it's also tough because it's a total mental game because when you work in an industry like this, where a lot of what you do um, and how you do it has a like direct effects based off of a video or something that you make, like you get direct results off of that, or you don't, you know, like it's all you. And so mm-hmm. if you don't get, if you don't get those same results, you have to say, well, you're the reason why you didn't, you know? And so it's, and so then you wonder like, I, did I go viral? Was it a fluke? Like, was it because people actually liked me? Like, is this something I can keep consistently? And it's been, it's been, uh, there's a whole other aspect to it as well, because the very next month, another good friend of mine went viral as well, but she did quadruple the amount of sales I did. And it was like, okay, wait a minute though. Like my views were more, but she made more sales than I did. Like, what's the, what's the difference? And it's like a whole, it's a, it's a huge mental game and it is hard. It's very hard to stay grounded when you're surrounded by other women who are all not necessarily working towards the exact same goal, but we're all working to make money in the same way. I mean, all of us have different things to offer the world, but um, it's, it's hard not to compare. Like that, that comparison in this world of social media, I mean, we already know that, right? We already know, we already know that comparison, the comparison game is dangerous. But when you're working in the same industry and you're seeing kind of the same type of of um, success, but resulting in higher numbers, it's very hard not to think that there's something quote unquote wrong with you. And so this year has been both the best and the hardest for me at the same time, because I've realized that I'm very driven by my own results and what I can do as opposed to just who I am. And that's been really hard for me to come to terms with. So I'm still on this path of just trying to like just settle into who I am and really enjoy the person I am. I am like settling into who I am and accepting myself and being okay with not being the person next to me who is quote unquote doing better, whatever that even means. Cause like that's subjective in every, in every sense of our lives, like whether it's business or family or motherhood or friendship, whatever, like success or someone doing better than you is it's, it's based off of your own metrics. No one else is measuring the same way you are. And it's really interesting because it's been a bit of a, I'm going to be honest. I feel like I had a bit of an identity crisis because of it. Um, Coming to terms with the fact that like my performance is what I base my worth on. And that was a hard pill to swallow because I wasn't able to perform the same way that I did in March again. I'm not like, 
I did really well comparing myself to all of the other months that I've had before, but not at the level I did in March. And so it's like, okay, but why can't I still do that? No, I, why haven't I been able to replicate that? It's been, again, like it's been both amazing and like hard all the same time. <laughs> okay. I want to say something because I don't know if this will help you or not, but it's like, I feel like it was like a floodgate, like everything that you had done for the seven years had built up and built up. And then someone just like right. the floodgate and then it was like huge, but now it's just like a stream, which is, you know, supposed to be, but it's hard not to get your hopes up or like, why am I not getting this huge flood again? But the floodgates already lifted. You know what I mean? Well, that's really interesting. I don't know that I ever thought about it that way, but I'm glad that you say that and give that perspective because it really is interesting. Like you say, like when you open the floodgates, it doesn't flood the entire time. Like it floods at first and then it settles. And I feel like that's a natural way, but it just, it's, it's honestly been so difficult because <coughs> my level of, my level of settling has been lower than the other women who did quote unquote better than I did. And so it's, mm. it's, it's such a huge mind game and it's difficult not to, I don't know. I've had a lot of really negative stories that I've told myself and it doesn't make, I think logically it doesn't make any sense because, you know, and then I, and then I think about it and it's like, okay, going viral is awesome, but it's not sustainable, you know? And it's not that I haven't had a couple other videos really take off but they didn't really have much to do with the makeup. And so it didn't totally translate to um, the same kind of success, but it's not that I'm not seeing growth. And I think the, the, the part that I get caught up in, and this is one of the things I've realized too, the one, what I get caught up in the most is that I'm trying so hard to do this all myself in the sense that when I'm getting frustrated and I get to the point where I'm in such a dark place that I want to retreat and I want to just like recluse and like shut, shut, just shut down. Um, I'm not taking it to the Lord, like at all. Like, I feel like it's so easy to get on your knees and say, thank you so much for this amazing success. But it's a lot harder to like kneel down and say, okay, I'm really pissed off right now that I'm not getting this again. What is going on? I need you to kind of help settle me in some way. Like I need comfort. I need guidance. I need calm. Like, can you help me find that in this, this season of distrust? And that's really what it's felt like. It's felt like not even like tr trusting in myself that what I have to offer is enough. And that's been so difficult for me. It's been, it's been eye-opening. This year has been, I actually just posted a video today it's basically just me behind the scenes, putting makeup on and like just words over my face that just says to the woman who lost herself this year, the one who went through a few things, but still isn't ready to quite talk about it to the woman who hides behind her smile because she feels like a burden to others and feels that her job is to carry their load instead to the one who second guesses herself because there is so much uncertainty, to the woman who feels the weight of the world, but refuses to be crushed beneath it, even if it's all too much. I see you. And like, that's pretty much my entire year summed up, but like almost in a positive way, because it's like, almost like I'm embracing all the things I've learned about myself that like, I'm not quite sure how to work through it, but I'm accepting that they're there. If that makes sense. Yes. That makes total sense. And I'd even say like, 
I feel like a lot of people went through that. I don't know if there was a shift in the universe or something, but it was like, it was. 2022 was a rough year for a lot of people. (laughs) Isn't it kind of crazy how in our mind we think, oh my gosh, if I could just go viral, it'd be so amazing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you go viral and then the expectation of what you thought it was going to be like is nothing like that. And so it really just goes to show that you kind of have to just be in whatever moment you're in. You know what I'm saying? Well, even that you think you want when you get it, right? Still not exactly what you had expected it to be, or it is exactly what you expected it to be, and you love it, but then you don't know what comes with it because you weren't prepared for it. Like you weren't prepared for, like it's hard to put this into words, but you weren't prepared for what your mind was going to do to you after you got it. So I've been kind of exploring this very, I don't know, this, this concept, I guess, in my life that it's not so much. And I've talked to my leaders about this. I've talked to some like personal development coaches about this. It's not that I don't, even in my regular life business, whatever, it's not that I don't feel like I will get the success. Like I have no doubt that I will get to where I want to be. The problem is I don't think I can keep it. And so when that happens in March being my biggest year ever. And every month since then, I haven't been able to replicate it. And it's been a little bit less, a little bit less, a little bit less, but still pretty consistent or like consistent in the, in the sense that like I've been able to make enough that has been a huge blessing to our family, but like not this huge ginormous amount. And then all of a sudden it just kind of tapers down and it's kind of sort of leveled out a little bit. Um, but the thing is this expectation that I should be doing that hundred percent full force all the time is so unrealistic logically, but emotionally, like there's something wrong with me. It was a fluke. I didn't deserve it. I literally, what I've been telling myself is already coming true. I manifested that I was going to get the success that I always wanted, but I manifested that I couldn't keep it. So I didn't like, it's a whole thing. And so I mean, like I'm, I'm exploring this this concept that I have in my brain that like, it's not that I don't feel like I'm, I'm going to be successful or that I'm a successful person in general. I just don't believe that it's going to, it's going to stick around because I'm not the person who des- is worthy of success sticking around. It's been a super eye opening year, but again, like I'm, my eyes are opened and now I don't know what to do with it, I think is where I'm stuck. And so I'm in this position where I'm feeling, I'm trying to just like embrace being uncomfortable and not having the answer. And that's really hard for me because I'm a go, 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 like give me the answer. I'll go do it sort of person. But like, I don't have the answer, Mm -hmm. but a whole piece of this that is like this self-discovery aspect of all of this whole year is I posted originally in that viral video about my anxiety. And over the course of the last nine months, I realized that that is only a symptom of what I now realize is actually adult ADHD. I had no mm-hmm. idea. I had no freaking idea. But now that I've realized that that's what it is, everything in my brain, everything in my childhood, everything in what I've experienced at this point, all of my triggers, all of everything makes so much more sense. But now I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I have, the, I, I think have, you just have to sit in it for a little while. Like, yeah, yeah. get uncomfortable just sitting with it, which is hard for me because I mean, it's not even so much. And like, I can deal with the hard emotions that come with these realizations. Like the emotions are not the hard part for me. Um, that I I'm willing to embrace the emotional 
to feel it, but sitting in the discomfort of like, what the heck is next? Like, what, what is my next move? Like, I have nowhere to go from here. Yes. And so that's been difficult. And so over the course of the last nine months, like my content and like, so when, when you're a content creator, you want to find, they call it your niche, but like, I'm more of like a jack of all trades sort of person where I'm just like, Hey, I'm your internet best friend. Let me share with you all my struggles. Hey, you feel like that too? Like that's pretty much what it is to an extent. Uh, that's like the more broad, but also like we've talked about it before. Um, like I struggle with acne because of my PCOS as well. So I'm really leaning into that right now in my content because also there's this other piece of me that I feel this extreme pressure to be valuable with whatever I put out into the world. Like not even just doing the videos for fun like I did before, you know, and just enjoying it and like making money off of what I like to do as opposed to now there's this huge pressure to constantly be recreating something that's might go viral or that's going to hit the right chord again. There's this huge pressure to recreate it. And now it's very, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to come to terms with the fact that that's not really how the world works. <laughs> like, <laughs> the consistency is what matters, not the big, huge bursts, every sporadic bursts of like insane, like, like up, you know, uphill, whatever. But I don't know. It's been, it's been a trying year mentally for me, but it's been trying. Like I said, I'm sitting in the discomfort. Right. right Cause that's all you can do. It's like a year of self-discovery and now I don't know what to do with what I've discovered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Well, can I ask you the last question or do you want to, do you have other stuff you want to talk about? No, I mean, I, I feel like that's pretty much the like entire year after the ball. <laughs> I know. I I'm in HD, everybody. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'm like, why don't I post videos? Because that was hilarious. Um, okay, so the question is then, how has your picket fence changed since we last spoke? I'm trying to remember what I said for my picket fence. I think like what's what was behind my picket fence before, like what I want people to know. And I think it was along the lines of like something along the lines of, you know, realizing that it's not like the facade is not what really what you see, like what's under here is a deeply emotional like person. And again, like I've, like I've discovered that's more of like a uh, less of a personality aspect for like an ADHD thing. And so <laughs> I think, um, I don't know. I don't know that I know how to answer that right now. Only because I feel like I'm such an open book. Like beyond my picket fence is just, it's a, it's an absolute dumpster fire over here. And I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna be okay with it right now. <laughs> Raise your hand if you could have said that exact same sentence. You can't see it, but I'm raising my hand. But hey, Dumpster fires are warm, at least. We don't always have to figure it out. Sometimes we can just sit by the glow of the fire and soak it all in. So grab your s'mores, kits and come roast some malls with us by our dumpster fires and soak in the hot mess. And that's the update from Beyond the Picket Fence. Happy Day 20.
See you tomorrow. Happy holidays.